0: Hello and welcome to Robot Congress. I'm Ryan Morrison, joined as always by Austin Hoffman and Ryan O'Connor. Hello.
2: Good afternoon.
0: This week, we're going to discuss what we are taught as children to care about, to share, to love, and to charity. To, to share your verb.
1: To others, your fellow yes. humankind.
0: <laughs> we're going to quickly run through what a nonprofit is, or more commonly referred to as a 501c3. And we're going to talk about the charities in this country that are notoriously evil and super good so that you'll know better what to do. When you donate money, you should know that it's going to actually help someone and not just go in the pocket of somebody who is uh, evil but smart enough to start a charity that sounded good.
2: Yeah. For- Wait, hold the phone. We give to say that we gave. On Twitter and
1: MySpace. Yeah, like when I shop on Amazon, I shop on smile.amazon.com so that money goes to the Leukemia Society.
0: Do you know if it goes there?
1: I don't even know what the name of the actual society is. I was just
0: looking at charities. Do you know how much percentage of your Amazon Smile actually gives?
1: I don't know, no.
0: So you're exactly what I'm talking about? You just wanted to be able to mention (laughs) that you gave?
1: Yeah, that's absolutely... (laughs) He's not not even giving. He's just shopping. He's not like donating extra. But I'm making sure that a portion of my capitalist contribution is going to the needy. Uh, well, actually, it's if going
0: to society
1: to help cure terrible You're
0: pieces. not a better person because you type smile instead of www, and that goes for everyone no, listening I'm to No, I'm a it. better
1: person because I, do it, uh, <laughs> because I do it efficiently, and I made a bookmark instead of Amazon.com. I go to smileamazon.com. That way I remember every time. So are you more proud of giving or the fact that you made a bookmark? I'm more proud of the fact that 70% of the time I remember to use that link instead of just typing in Amazon.com or using the app because you cannot use... The smile contribution.
0: Uh, I'm not going to lie, it gets you. Like I do. Whenever I do remember to put smile instead of WWW, I do feel like I'm the Pope. I'm helping. Uh, yeah. I've literally
1: never done it. A lot of people don't know that's a thing. That's part of the reason that I mentioned it. Because I want to help other people you feel good, ha- too. And you want other people to know that you help other of people. Of course I do. We don't do good things for other people. We do good things to make ourselves feel better about helping people. I know, because we're a bunch of frauds. <laughs>
2: No, we're just human Speaking beings. Speaking of fraud, we're not perfect. We're going to do Morrison's favorite two word combo and deep dive into charities and how a lot of them are just a bunch of scam.
1: Is charity and scam his favorite two words?
0: Well, he, we are talking about a lawyer here. So oh, sure. snap! <laughs> when I was uh, younger, I was raised Jewish for three-ish years, and I went to Hebrew school for the, that time. Oh, I and I, I don't you know, know if this is the case in other religions, but the the mitzvah in Judaism, it matters if you know who you're giving to and they know who you are as the donator, as opposed to just giving anonymously to anyone. Uh, it's you know If both sides are anonymous, it's kind of like the best mitzvah, and the worst mitzvah, which is still good, it's still being a nice guy, is giving something to, to someone who knows who you are.
1: Oh, because they're actively combating what we were mentioning earlier: how people give money in order to make themselves feel better. This is actually getting you closer to, I, I suppose, like like holiness and just being a good person. In that you're, they want you to give without anybody knowing why or who or who, you know who was giving.
0: Sure. Uh, that, yeah, that, I mean, again, seem
2: like I like the nicest, like giving just to give, well, yes, without you are any literally sort of doing it, Although you,
1: you are going to still going to feel good about yourself,
0: right? Absolutely. Again, I went to Hebrew school twenty years ago for three years. I don't remember exactly, but that's that's basically the core tenets. I remember. The other reason a lot of people give is for tax write offs. Uh, a major reason to donate money. My accountant every year says make sure you donate at least this much. And, of course, I've already donated way more than that because I'm, I'm a living saint. But uh, <laughs> There
2: we go. And but... it's Austin and Morrison that need to self-promote about that.
0: <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But in, in reality, I mean, that's another reason people do it. The third reason, which is far, far down the list of, of reasons – people give is to actually help someone but that's what we like to see we can't so, say
1: that it's far down some people
0: are relatively good and so some, maybe you have to some like are it but i think very few are and that's unfortunate but that's life
1: i did it and i actually did it this year i okay. donated to cars for kids
0: and Morris- now you're telling everyone about it so you're worse than me and austin morrison
1: can you explain this to me as a layman so your accountant wants you to give a certain amount of money for tax write-offs but you're still giving a certain amount so that means that you have to be getting better tax write-offs, you have to be will, gating will, what you're giving here.
0: I'm not giving you tax advice, but it gets you down to different brackets and things. I'm, I'm not giving you tax advice. Oh, okay. okay call it's a your bracket account. thing. That, that, that helps me. I don't know that it's a bracket thing. That's just one of the only tax words I know. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> So in in uh, in reality, the the corporations or charities behind these things are very similar. There's good ones and there's bad ones. They do it for bad reasons or good reasons. So the nonprofits in this country this country being America for our, our international Lent listeners. Earth. Home of the we're parade. still we're still standing. They are commonly referred to as 501c3s. I'm still standing. 501c3 is the section of the U.S. Revenue Code that basically says nonprofit organizations are going to be tax exempt. Nonprofit basically means public charities, private foundations, or private operating foundations. What is difficult there is there's certainly a lot of companies that fall under 501c3 that that shouldn't. And it's normally up to the specific legislation or it's up to the IRS. One such company is the NFL, arguably one the of the NFL? most. Pro- yes, the uh, the football league. Side <laughs> note, we got a lot of fan art about Tom Brady Takes Knees. Totally. <laughs> O'Connor, I do not know how we did. We missed it. I this.
2: have no idea how after last year's football season we not only accepted
0: but promoted Tom Austin. Brady Takes Knees. Yeah. So we thought uh, I mean, he was Austin was talking about uh, running the clock out and and didn't know what that was. So we thought he was talking about a victory celebration. I did not even cross my mind to to link that with the Colin Kaepernick stuff. So I really just want to uh, apologize again that we thought we were making a hilarious joke and accidentally uh, speaking on a thing.
2: Appropriation.
0: Yeah. I mean, for the record, we're we're all pro uh, Kaepernick. That's that we can move on. But thanks for the fan art. It won't be on a (laughs) T-shirt. Because uh, Tom Brady takes knees is a very different message than we thought it was. But
1: what if we do the whole Tom Brady
2: tomahawk thing? You know what? I'll let you have a Tom Brady takes knees shirt, and I'll let you run through the streets of
0: Boston with it. And then we'll see how you feel. it. I mean, it sucks because the fan art was good and also ignorant of the political climate there. There was a great one with Tom Brady holding a tomahawk and just like a bag of knees. And he was just (laughs) taking these. But again, like that looks even worse without context. So it's it's just we're not we're obviously not doing it. And that is removed from the conversation forever. And once again, we apologize. Good old moving on. Yeah, for real. I mean, that is the definition of white privilege right there is is not is not even putting the, those two things together. So seriously, if, if anyone was offended or hurt by that, we really do apologize. Obviously not what we were trying to joke about. But moving on, the NFL was a non corporation for a very long time. And the reason for that is, I guess, pretty nefarious or just usual corruption, <laughs> at least very quickly looking into it. I don't see any reason they were. And there's a lot written on this. Why is the NFL a non The only stuff that really seems to, to explain it is that since they... Operated their players' pensions themselves. There were a couple legislators that said, "Eh, that's close enough," (laughs) and we (laughs) will kind of let them skirt by. Wow. Uh, Well, that's
2: like I'm a state
1: worker, so our employee's pension fund is also a nonprofit, right? But that's but but that's a pension fund for a state worker as opposed to the NFL, which is like it's it's
0: that's not all the NFL does. Yeah, you also have to keep in mind that are for you. But you also have to keep in mind the NFL is not the teams. So the teams together in 2012 uh, was the is the study I saw. The teams saw eleven billion dollars in revenue. That's wow. that's the teams. They are taxed. The NFL itself saw only only but only nine million dollars in income for 2012. And they were tax exempt. Okay. So it's not as egregious as people thought. It's okay. still terrible. But in 2015, the NFL basically relinquished their tax status voluntarily they said forget about it we don't want this it's not worth the negative PR I mean 20 again it was it was only 9 million they're being taxed on as opposed to the billions they're actually taking in but more importantly in 2015 uh spousal abuse was was a hot topic in the NFL still is it's it's a disgusting thing uh concussions are are still not being treated properly but all these stories coming out the viewership in the in the the NFL O'Connor you were just talking about this yesterday how it felt like 20%, right?
2: Yeah, it's it fell on 20% over the past two years. Also, being a for-profit means that you don't have to make your records public. Oh, oh.
0: what does that mean? You know m- way more about Tax World than I do, O'Connor, so, so you so, want to run I mean, through what that means? being
2: a charity, your records have to become public, so you have to show that you're not, you're not making a profit. If you, are, if you state you're making a profit, <laughs> then that's fine. You're a corporation, and your tax records are, get submitted to the government, but it's not like John Q. Public can just – go in and look up your tax records oh in this case are you
1: john q public yeah so you actually so you went in and you looked at their tax records i didn't look at the nfl's
2: tax records but i did look into the charities that we're going to be talking about in our next segment
1: Oh.
0: let's talk about some charities uh you did a lot of research this week you read a lot of very tedious tax records and annoying documents that I wanted no part of. Oh,
2: he lives for that. I live for tedious tax records and annoying documents.
0: <laughs> and That's and my as, favorite. as per your instructions, because I, I believe you're going to take us through and have us guess which company is bad and good. Austin and I have not looked at your research, so you're going to have to kind of lead the boat here. Where Where are we going? Lead the boat or steer the boat. Come on now. Neither navigate oh, no, no, the boat. No, uh, no, no.
1: You can lead the boat. You can be in like a in a tugboat or a dinghy in the front and be leading the boat through ice flows, or if it's in the stars, uh, through like comets. What that... are you, a Viking? Yes, a space Viking.
2: How would there be sea in space? This this the space is a sea. It's a giant ocean of stars. Well, we're about to navigate the ocean of charity. <laughs> that's, that's great. <laughs> Mostly the icebergs that you need to avoid, namely bad charities. Oh. Great. Uh, and during my research, I the one name of a charity continued to pop up throughout the entire thing.
0: Uh, you found is... the one Austin and I started? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I guess you started in 1997 with the Fulfill-A-Wish Foundation, which
1: is
0: now the Kids Wait,
1: <laughs> Wish Network.
0: Fulfill-A-Wish? That's not Make-A-Wish. Yes, that's, a, that's a knock-off so, Make-A-Wish. That's correct. Wait, and what did you say they are now? They are the Kids Wish Network. Is that a, a so being trademark attorney over here? That fulfill a wish I would say is confusingly similar to make a wish.
1: I don't think that's confusingly correct. similar. And I'd say that you could th- fulfill a wish versus make a wish because the fulfill a wish foundation actually makes kids' dreams come true, whereas I could say that make a wish is they're crafting like lists of wishes for the kids in <laughs> order to to wish for that the fulfill a wish foundation could then make true so it's
0: imagine like, that the make hand a, hand a hand wish hand. foundation was just like what you wish Timmy he's like this? I want to go to disney they're just like well th- cool later
2: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's your wish dream now go make it happen <laughs> go make it <laughs>
0: All right, so take us through what the kids the kids, kids wish what Kids, kids Wish, wish network. network.
2: So once again, they were the fulfill a wish foundation and then had legal action brought against them oh by the Make-A-Wish Foundation. that is so beautiful. Yeah. The majority of my research was using the website charitynavigator.org. So, what they do is they kind of do the legwork for you. So if you want to look up a charity that seems good that you might want to donate to but you're not 100% sure if they're on if they're on the ball or not, it's, it's like a, it's like a metacritic
1: website. for if for charities. Okay, so it's legit because it's a .org, right? Because it's an organization?
2: Is that how you think websites
0: work?
1: Well, yeah. Are you being organizations serious? Organizations are, that... are official. They, they, can't, they can't do bad things.
0: O'Connor, please continue. <laughs> I, hate, I hate you so much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, the Kids Wish Network currently has a score of 26.37 out of 100.
1: Okay. That's not that bad, that though. That is really bad. Okay, so let's. <laughs> I'll
2: give you another factor figure for you.
0: No, courts, don't get you know. me wrong 26 out of 100 is not good but it's I expect it like when you go to Rotten Tomatoes the worst movie is not 26%. No, the worst movie is Freddy Got Fingered at 0. <laughs> is that which real? is I don't yeah. think that's real cuz I we were just talking about Freddy Got Fingered which is like too many people having conversations about that but <laughs> it's it was a really great 90s movie and I don't think it was 0.
1: I think it is. I'm pretty sure that the that the original Dungeons and Dragons with the Wayans uh, movie There's got no way a that's zero. zero. There's
0: no way. <laughs> Freddy Got Fingered is an eleven.
1: Okay, if you're looking, what, what what's the what's the original Dungeons and Dragons movie from 2000 with Jeremy Irons? Yes, Jeremy Irons was the best part of that movie.
2: I'm not gonna say that that's incorrect. Ten percent, one percent lower than Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> wow, yeah. that means one guy walked out and went like. You know what? You know, what?
1: authentic experience. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> there, there's quite a few. There's, there's a long list of movies that have zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes, just We're for not the record. We're going
1: through that because they're not nonprofits. Yeah. We're talking. About we won't go through it, but <laughs> Police
0: Academy Four is is funny that it's <laughs> on there.
1: <laughs> Wait, is is Rotten Tomatoes a nonprofit? Okay. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> no, they don't have a .dot org at the end of their website. If it's a .dot edu, that means they have to teach you something when you visit their website.
0: God, I hate you so
1: much. <laughs> Anyway, you think the 26% is
2: not that bad? In May 2016, they collected $14 million in donations. <laughs> 75% went back to themselves and to their corporate
1: solicitors. Oh, so, so meaning... Twenty five percent. I thought that's. I thought that's how charities worked because they have to keep the wheel rolling. So the money that goes in, a lot of it gets eaten up by the bureaucracy and keeping the charity. You know, like keep. They they keep collecting charities, and then some of it, some of the little like millet seed, makes it out into into the needy Char- charities. There is a grain of truth to though,
2: that. Though. About thirty-three percent is supposed to go back into the charity itself. So yes, oh. <laughs> the majority of charities don't completely donate. Oh,
1: okay. Uh, well of fun.
0: course not. What? I mean, the majority you have to, of
1: the money with most charities, from what you're saying, a majority of the money is going to the to the, the, the key causes.
0: Yes. But I think that's the swing. Uh from seventy five percent to twenty five percent going to actually helping people <laughs> is still within the realm of like what what is to be expected of charities no! sometimes. No, well, uh, to hear, hear me out. I mean, there are some charities, I'm sure you'll get into them, that only spend like three cents on a dollar. That's this very is different. them. Well, 25 cents on a dollar is not that. It's there that, that This case, it's not excusable. But there's other charities that have to do big, crazy events and things to get money. And, you know, as long as they're still helping people at the end of the day, that that's fine. But th- this is, obviously, it should be 75% going to help people and 25% running the charity.
2: Yeah, but the average is about 33. So it's saying they're double the average.
1: Right. So, that's, so on average thirty three percent.
0: These are not what these what, are not
1: what takes to run the charity.
0: Yeah, yeah, this is not a good charity for sure. They don't <laughs> need that seventy five percent.
2: Yes, and it's okay. not just this year that's the problem. Is this is when I decided to put on my thinking cap and start digging. Because their records are public, I decided to look up years 2003 through 2013 and found you went they through a collected. decade of tax records? So in that decade, they collected $171 million. $110 okay. $110 of that went to corporate solicitation. Wow. Another five of it went to themselves. Wait. What do you mean themselves? Meaning the founders. But I thought they couldn't make a profit. We'll get into why. That means that 62% of that went back into the charity itself and their corporate solicitations. And what what Morrison wanted me to do initially was find out how these companies are able to scam people like this and give it back to themselves. Since the records are all public, how do people find this out?
0: Like, I know that you can pay the director a salary and things like that. But again, to to pay yourself 75% of the millions you're making seems, on its face, not doable.
2: One of the easiest way to scam people and get the most amount of donations is just make the name of your charity sound like one that already exists and people like.
1: Okay. So, oh. like the
2: Fulfill a Wish.
1: Yeah, Fulfill a wish, a wish. And make a wish.
2: So what I did was is I compiled a list of good charities and bad charities that sound pretty similar. Okay. And I'm gonna have you guys guess which one of the two, which he... one is the good par- charity and which one is the bad one. The National Federation for the Blind. Or the American Council for the Blind?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with the National Federation being the good one.
0: And I'm going to say that's the bad one because the Federation is Star Trek and that is a terrible show.
1: You're bad. Well, we're going to have to go with Star Trek on this one. National Federation is the good one.
0: Oh, because the movies are good, so that's fair. No.
1: Oh, my God. That's not even the Federation. I don't even know.
0: Aren't they the Federation in Star Trek?
1: Yes, but why is the No. 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 Okay.
0: Moving on. (laughs) He's trying to trigger Austin. I'm actually serious. I thought that was the Federation.
1: <laughs> it is the Federation, but it's the Star Trek movies, and it's they're awful. Okay,
0: they they're are not, not they're, awful. They're incredible. They are
1: not good Star Trek. Sherlock Holmes. Cal- Sherlock Holmes. I, I love. And, th- I love Benedict Cumberpatchleness. But and, <laughs> uh, and, and British Cumberbutton. And his... <laughs> Cumber. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> let's go to
2: cancer. <laughs> Gosh. The Cancer Research Institute, or the American Breast Cancer Foundation.
0: The American Breast say, Cancer Foundation is the one that I thought was like the prime example of worst charity in America. So that, or and yeah, I'm we're, gonna go, go
2: with with option A,
0: just to be different.
2: Correct. The American Breast ah. Cancer Foundation is indeed one of the worst ones, and I'll go into why in a little bit. Oh man, right. Okay. I can't wait to continue this list. It's so not depressing. Well, to continue on this list, we have to go back
1: to the future.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How <laughs> do you with Parkinson's? Oh. Come on, Michael J. Fox's Foundation for Parkinson's Research. <laughs> okay, or the Parkinson's. That has to
1: research. be right, the good one. Michael, go J. Michael Fox J. Fox is not stealing money good from me because we. I cannot believe that 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 would be bad. Are you sure? Yes. Is that your final answer? Yes. The Michael J. Fox Foundation is the good one. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God.
0: But Parkinson's Research Foundation, an American Breast Cancer Foundation, an American Council for the Blind. I mean, these are not joke names. These are not these are parody names. It's it this i mean that in, should be enough proof for everyone listening to just really look into who you're donating to before you donate
1: like whatever leukemia society i contribute to on amazon you could be donating to one of the bad ones
0: how do you know i don't know he's not donating oh. to anyone he uses smile.amazon instead of <laughs> www he's doing nothing
1: <laughs> i am i am using my bookmark that i made to make sure that i almost always go there you're
0: really okay. proud of that okay bookmark.
1: yes
2: anyway boys let's talk about the troops the National Military Family Association or the National Veterans Services Fund.
0: Ooh, that's a hard one. What are they again? I'm going
2: to go with... Hold on, what
0: are National they two names Military again? National
2: Military
1: Family Association or the National Veterans Services Fund. I'm going to go with National Veterans Services Fund being the good one. Damn. That has the word veterans in it.
0: And services that fund th- sounds legit.
1: That is the bad one. Oh, no! How <laughs> are we supposed to know?
2: Well, there's two nationals in that one, so you don't know. All right. Oh, no. And finally, our law enforcement. The Disabled Police and Sheriff's oh, Foundation. Oh, no. Okay. Or the Disabled Police Officers of America.
1: Oh. No, no. I'm I go would say go with option A because it has police and sheriff, and option B has America in it. Apparently, that means that it's bad.
0: Mm, I was going to go with B, but I actually like Austin's reasoning. I'm going to go with him, too.
1: They're both bad! That's, that's
2: not fair! <laughs> actually, on this list, there was no good one for law enforcement. Wow.
0: So donate, do do not donate to the police is what you're saying.
2: Oh, and definitely donate, don't donate to the firefighters. We're going to get into that one because that one is actually based locally here in Farmingdale, New York. (laughs) Oh, oh no! Uh, Yeah, it's it's fun, isn't it? So another way that... In an awful way, yes. Yeah, so Morrison was asking me how they do this, and I mentioned corporate sponsors before. And that's not to say, like, hey, donate to the Make-A-Wish Foundation brought to you by Crest Toothpaste. (laughs) It... Corporate solicitation means that so when they call you to ask you for money, that's not the Kids Wish Network asking you for money. That's a for-profit corporation. That, they're telemarketers.
1: It's a yes. telemarketing corporate. It's a it's a telemarketing business that's that they're paying. Yes. Okay.
0: And they so they basically unsa- pay themselves that way, right?
1: Exactly. So well, they're paying telemarketing corporations unless they also like the nonprofit can't like own a telemarketing corporation, right? Or business.
0: Well, they can absolutely have we'll their own telemarketers but th- so, it doesn't even so need yes. to be a third oh, but yes, party
1: and they can pay their own telemarketers correct
2: so you can, you you can double down
1: wow okay
0: but that's not intrinsically a bad thing either no, it's being a bad being thing if you pay you're, the
1: people that work for the charity that's not a bad thing but
2: once again this is not the charity this is a for-profit telemarketing corporation that you're paying to do this okay right.
0: all right so continuing
2: on so the kids wish network shockingly was at the top of the list when it came to who was <laughs> kicking back to these corporate solicitations.
1: Oh, I love the Kids Wish Network. Yep.
2: And out of the hundred charities that they looked at, like the hundred worst charities in America, one, they raised $1.3 billion between that span I told you about, 2003 to 2013. One billion out of the 1.3 went back to these corporations. Wow. So that's a number for you. And the best part about Kids Wish Network being the worst is... Once this came out and became public and broke the news in the CNN article that I was reading, what do you think they did? They kept going and did nothing? Nope, neither of those. They did what good charities do and hire a PR specialist. Which PR specialist? Melissa
1: Schwartz. And what did she used to do?
2: Oh, she covered for BP during the oil spill
0: crisis of 2010.
1: So that means that (laughs) she's really good or really bad because...
0: Well, really bad, because you know, the BP public that, that, relations that department after that was not good.
2: Yeah. So her her with her PR expertise, her reasoning for why 75% of the money was going back to these corporate sponsors was because the charity themselves and the workers within that charity were too busy fulfilling wishes. And they wanted to make sure that the telemarketers did this so the charity itself
0: can actually fulfill wishes. That's all totally possible. It's... Totally believable. I'm not. I'm not automatically against them.
1: And really, if you're
0: employing people in your charity? Charity in and of itself. See, you're making jobs.
2: Really, we're gonna do this on this one. We're gonna do, we're gonna take that side. Because <laughs> I got tons of facts. I'm gonna keep bringing them for you. Oh please. So, Austin mentioned this before, and we talked about the American Breast Cancer Foundation, which is the bad <laughs> one. Which, uh Yes, correct. Which is not to be confused with the National Breast Cancer Foundation. Oh my god. Or the American Cancer Society. <laughs> you can double down. You can own a for profit telemarketing company. Oh. And then you take the money from the charity and funnel it to that company. How
1: can a non profit Okay.
2: Yep, so the American Breast Cancer Foundation was owned by this lady called Phyllis Wolf. She uh, allowed her son's
1: company separate.
0: More like Wolf from and clothing.
1: No, more like boiler room wolf. That doesn't make any sense.
0: More like it's the Melissa Snake instead of Wolf.
1: <laughs> I, God, really? We, more like Snake in the Pied Piper. I'm giving you good Piper. information. You guys are like,
0: huh, wait, let's make no, Wolf puns. Wait, no, Snake. More, more like, how could, no, 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 on, how could she do this? No, Come on, how could she do this? No, he
1: beat all the, the snakes out of Ireland, and Ireland was a big tax shelter. What? Yes!
0: You can't change your name to Snake and then make a joke about St. Patrick. You're not allowed two changes.
1: Oh. I hate you both. <laughs>
0: I'm giving you good information about why these companies are just a bunch. i a giant bunch of jerks, and you're how like, oh, how cool could you do this? Is gold. <laughs> and then looking at your notes, it looks like they gave $18 million to a telemarketing company, like you were just saying. Uh,
1: and, a, a, a for-profit telemarketing company
0: and to be but fair over funny,
2: the the name of the company was non promotions
1: which is a for-profit oh, because they're promoting non-profits right that's exactly. totally fair yeah, that totally makes sense in, in an awful world It's so no, she gave that's 18 totally million fair. dollars to this company over 8 years Okay.
2: at which time they realized that the person who owned non-profit
1: promotions uh-huh. was her son oh so she's keeping it in the family Yep. That's listen that's great because that's how you have that's how you have dynasties and glorious dynasties. They continue those those non profits that that way. That whole Why family. Why are you saying it like that? Dynasty. Dynasty. S- stop it. <laughs> St- stop that it. way. That way. That that entire family can continue to do good works and profitable and uh, profitable charities.
0: So she's you know? quite literally just she set up a, a shell company for her son, telemarketing company. Said, "Here's eighteen million dollars, Sunny Boy. Go have fun." And made that an expense of the charity. That's exactly. disgusting.
2: Yeah. And even better is the Kids Wish Network got in on this action, too, baby. Why wouldn't
1: they? This sounds like a idea.
2: Yeah, I I was trying to find other charities, and we'll we'll go into a couple others. But, I mean, the Kids Wish Network popped up on every single search that I did. And they were all completely different. Like, worst charity, embezzling charity.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To be fair... I, I it just yeah, it sounds like they're the black sheep of charities.
0: I wanna see yeah, what they're... wishes they've fulfilled though. Maybe they just like ball out on that twenty five percent.
1: Yeah, they make that one kid really happy by taking him to Denny's. But not the <laughs> not the bad one, the good one across the street. Not the good...
0: <laughs> you can get a grand slam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My grand slam was supposed to come with sausage. Yes. Yeah, so uh the owner.
2: And founder of the Kids Wish Network was a guy by the name of Mark Briner. He created and invested in a company called Dream Giveaway, which was, uh, was supposed to work hand-in-hand with the charity to give away... It just sounds like they're
1: giving away vacations in, or in exchange for timeshare time. Uh, they were giving away automobiles.
2: <laughs> uh, during the time of 2008 to 2011, the Kids Wish Network paid the Dream Giveaway $3.8 million dollars. Which is five hundred thousand dollars more than that three year span of them fulfilling wishes. So they actually spent more money giving it back to themselves than granting wishes. I, I I can't stand to hear about this anymore. I this is You know what, Austin, you're right. We should talk about how they clearly got caught and got punished
0: for this. Well seriously, if they're on every list.
2: Oh thank God! So Has they got, there they been got, repercussions they got for it, and they got punished for it? Yeah. So I was talking about Phyllis and Joseph Wolf of the American Breast Cancer Foundation, how they embezzled 18 million dollars.
0: That's what not do the correct term, but fair enough. Thank you, Mr. Lawyer. It's not is embezzlement. It, it called, she was paying another company, and the charity's is it allowed called, to do that. is it
1: called hamster pouching? Because they're putting the money in the side in the cheek pouch, and and they're they're keeping it in there for the winter. So no, they just took early retirement. But to get back what Morrison was saying, he is right.
2: It's not considered embezzlement. So nothing happened to these people. No jail time. All they did was take, quote-unquote,
1: an early retirement. Because everything was technically legal, they just got awful PR for it?
0: Well, embezzlement exactly. changes state to state. It's a criminal law for sure. But to be clear, I mean, the, the, the legal reality here is this charity was taking money, paying another company to promote them. And just because they're related doesn't intrinsically make that evil. It doesn't mean that anything is nefarious there. And probably there was bad stuff here. And obviously the numbers are not good to see. But, I, you know, is that illegal? Not really. I mean, you should know where you're donating and how they spend their money. Like O'Connor said, this is all public. And it's not it's not uh, automatic jail time or anything. In fact, there was no jail time here when this stuff happens.
1: The problem that we hit on is that people donate because they're they think that they're doing something good for whatever reason, whatever the motivation They're They're donating money, but they're not. But, you know. You don't think that you have to take the time to see what, what charities are good and what charities are bad.
2: You'd want someone to tell you if what you're doing is a good thing or bad thing when it comes to donations, right? Right. So what if you were the owner of the charity and you came out and said, you know, donating to us is probably not the best use of your money. What would you do?
1: Not donate to that charity?
2: Yeah. So let's we're actually going to do with a uh, go with a homegrown charity here. In Farmingdale, New York, a charity by the name of the Firefighters Charitable Foundation... Once again, based out of Farmingdale, New York. Yeah,
1: right, right here, right here,
2: and yeah. right here on Long Island, right here in New York, Long Island, Long Island. The owner and and the person who runs this, Frank Tepedino, came out and said to WPIX, our local news channel, that you know, quote, you know, it's not a good way of people giving their money.
1: Why? Why? Why do you ask?
2: Because the news found out that out of the $7.6 million that was given to the charity in 2012, 90% of it was given back to the corporate sponsors. Wow. This was the one charity that I found that was actually worse wow. than the kids so, at Wish So Network. they were
1: worse percentage-wise, it's just they're a local charity, so they did smaller numbers, but... Those are still significant numbers considering the area, like, like considering we're talking about Long, Long Island, that is still... We're talking about New York. Firefighters have done a significant amount of
2: things for for New York and New York City. So just to give you those numbers again, 7.6 million donated. 534,000 was given to the firefighters.
1: Wow. Also, I that... found out
2: this guy's making 100 grand a year running this this charity. This
1: wow. The hell. Oh so my God. after that news article, you think that the bad PR would cause this guy to resign, right? People... No. No, people people know that that we're a, not a good, that we're not the best use of their money when it comes to donations. That's why we exist so people don't give us money for charitable donations. What? Yeah. He's still running it to this day. Two towns over. Worst person on Long
2: Island. On Long Island. But just for one final shot, let's go to the Kids Wish Network. That, so a lot of these things that I listed before you gotta keep about it in perspective, yeah. right? A lot of things I talked about before about how they were giving away to the Dream Giveaway. Right. And things the, like that. the dream giveaway. This came out because a, a woman by the name of Meanda Dubay, who worked for the Kids Wish Network. Okay. Went to the board of directors and under, the, uh, ch- charities have what's known as a whistleblower policy. Which means if you find out that someone's embezzling or doing something nefarious, you should be able to go to the board, tell them what happened, and nothing happens to you because you're
1: doing the right thing. Right. Unless the board is all, yeah, okay. Correct. Oh, so gosh. what
2: happened to her after she went and did this? She got pushed off a ledge. No, but she did get fired within one hour of reporting it. What? Wait, wait. Okay, so, so how, how, how? How do they get around this? Oh well, they didn't really get around it as much as they accused her of stealing proprietary information and sent the FBI after her. And when I say sent the FBI after her, they actually physically raided her home, guns drawn, and confiscated her computers. Shockingly, they didn't Uh, find any wrongdoing.
0: So the the reality is with these charities and with the law and and everything else here is there's definitely rules to being a 501c3 of which these charities are. There's a lot of things you have to file and 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 maintain to keep your tax exempt status. Uh, For example, everything with the charity has to be for the charity. But that's pretty easy to do. Uh, Most states and most federal regulations here don't say you have to spend $80 of every dollar donated on helping someone. In fact, they're pretty silent on it. What they say is that the charity has to be working for the charity – but all this stuff is within those those lines.
1: If you could just be paying yourself salaries, and there's are there salary caps
0: or anything like that? I mean, thirteen percent of public charities right now spend zero dollars on management and general expenses. That means that there is no one running the thing, and that means they're probably not being pretty good on their stuff. Uh, there's there. You can Google around and see an endless array of of different statistics and nonsense that shows we need a big overhaul on how charities work in this country. And I
1: suppose that's the beautiful thing in this is in that you can because they're nonprofits, you can see where the money's going.
0: Yeah, but the downside is no one's looking or checking. So instead of relying on the public to say, hey, I'm going to research this charity before I put five dollars in the jar on the the counter of the Chipotle, I, I think it's better if our government starts regulating these guys a lot more closely.
2: Morrison's one hundred percent correct. So Ms Dubay actually tried to counter Sue against the Foundation and Mark Briner in particular. And this was correct. and Morrison's one hundred percent about. Yes. He's 100 percent right, though, is that it needs to be fixed from the ground up because the IRS pretty much flat out said, yeah, there are loopholes. They got around it.
1: Deal with it. Yeah, yeah that's America. They were, were smart. They, they use loopholes.
0: I mean, it. everyone filing their taxes looks for loopholes. These guys are just kind of the masters of it and certainly evil people for doing it. But that doesn't mean it's illegal. And, and right now it's not. But I think there's a lot of evidence here saying it should be or it should at least be more heavily regulated where they would lose uh, their 501C3 status and things like that.
1: Yeah, that story is still awful. The lady went.
0: The late. The lady went to, went to the, the board of
1: directors and wow I
2: guns
0: drawn federal and raid you... I mean I'm, f- I'm familiar with the Salvation Army which everyone knows it's the guy you know ringing the bell outside ringing of the pro- bell on Christmas e- exactly uh, whenever you go to any food store you'll see them and it's it's uh, incredibly annoying I actually truly despise that bell most days and as annoying as they are with that bell that you can have other reasons to hate them now too uh, they're a charitable organization run by the Protestant Church which I don't know if I knew that that they were associated with the Protestant Church but they're They're they're
2: not completely affiliated to the Protestant church. They do have a weird subsect, like they don't receive communion or drink the wine at the end. They're kind of unique in that regard.
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, it doesn't I'm not saying that's a negative thing at all. There's a lot of very religious charities that do very good things. But the Salvation Army, they've been alleged for many years that they're discriminatory in their hiring practices, uh, namely against the LGBTQ community. And though they do state that they do not discriminate against the majority of their roughly 55,000 positions, they are allowed to inquire about one's religious beliefs during the hiring process as they are a church organization. Now, they again, they say they don't discriminate, but in 2001, the Salvation they, Army They don't
1: discriminate against the majority of their
0: positions. Yes, that's what they specifically said. The majority of them. That's that's a that's,
1: really that's, interesting
2: quote. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah, because yeah.
2: they're because of the separation of church and state, they are allowed to ask. Because really, it's it's really probably for like, do you worship Satan? Yeah, I do. Okay, you're not hired. Oh, right. But but they can ask personal questions like, are you an atheist? Do you believe
0: in God? Well, Why do you not believe I in mean, God? to be clear, the separation of church and state here is at their highest level since they're run by the Protestant Church. There are probably positions that are both through the church that also assist with the Salvation Army. And it's arguable in those positions you'd be allowed to discriminate based on religion because of what it's for. Uh, but certainly in their public positions, they cannot. That it's a religion is a protected class, and you can't discriminate against that. But in 2001, the Salvation Army approved a plan to allow their same-sex workers to allow their domestic partners on their benefits plan. The religious community caught wind of this and immediately protested against the Salvation Army for abandoning their moral integrity and called the plan a monstrous appeasement of sin. Because the majority of religious people are idiots and evil like that. Just kidding. Don't su- don't tweet me. The Salvation Army yanked <laughs> the plan in 2001 right after this. So months later, they immediately gave into this pressure, only allowing different sex partners and their children to receive the benefits. So that that's messed up. That is messed up. And you'd think that the the more progressive states and cities would stop this kind of thing from happening, but they don't. in In, in New York, our home state, in 2004. The Salvation Army stated that they would cease operations in New York City if they were forced by the municipal ordinance to offer benefits to their homosexual employees. Uh, Chick-fil-A went through similar. The city council refused to make the exception for them, but then Mayor Michael Bloomberg chose not to enforce the ordinance on the Salvation Army, a decision that was later held up in the Court of Appeals. So to summarize, the the ordinance is still there, just Bloomberg chose not to enforce it with the Salvation Army. And beyond even that, the Salvation Army worldwide has championed the cause of anti-LGBTQ beliefs. In the year 2000, in the UK, the charity came out in opposition of repealing Section 28 of the Local Government Act. Section 28 basically said that that you would not intentionally promote homosexuality or publish material with the intention of promoting homosexuality. A terrible evil law. And the charity also, as recent as 2013, was known to give referrals to LGBTQ individuals to conversion therapy camps, which if you don't know what those are, they, you know, Google them. Mike Pence was involved with them. They are a truly, truly evil, archaic, awful thing. And, uh, you know, though, though the charities removed all that evidence off their website, it still happened. Now, all that said, that's that's you can choose your politics, but Salvation Army still probably helps people. They still probably do a lot of good, but they're run by bigots. And, you know, that. There's enough charities out there where I don't think the staple Christmas charity should be one run by bigots. Is uh,
1: Salvation Army one of the good ones or the okay ones?
2: Uh, they're considered a private charity, so they don't have to release their
0: records. Oh, so they're probably not good anyway. Wow. Uh, yeah, stop. Go, go, go donate elsewhere. They can sue me for defamation. I don't care. Go donate somewhere else. So do you think that kind of wraps us up, O'Connor? So just to wrap up, I know this episode was kind of negative and we were poking fun at I, a lot I, of bad things.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, you kind of have to do that. We're covering the bad stuff. We're not covering the, the, the good charities. Because what because it's easy to, to give to good charities. It's better that we inform you about some of the really bad charities. So it is a, it's a mitzvah. No, it's not.
2: <laughs> I still don't even know what a mitzvah is. It's a good work. <laughs> okay. So if you want to do a mitzvah or good work, let me give you some charities that actually are pretty good. Oh.
1: And on a high because note,
2: charitynavigator.org, the same website that I used to look up the bad ones, also lists some of the top 10 good ones. Great. So if you want to donate to Doctors Without Borders, the Make a Wish Foundation, not the Kids Wish Network, and Pet Smart Charities, all of those are highly rated and beloved. And if you give money to them, it'll make sure it'll go to the right place.
1: That's awesome. Yes. I they're, mean, I i Very I, well I supp- respected. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's Doctors Without Borders by far yeah. is the number one.
1: Oh, well, I, I mean, I'm happy to hear that, and I can also see uh, it's it's great that a thing that has such good press also is actually is one of just the top genuinely charities. nice. Yeah, the the Petsmart charities thing that that that's that's something I didn't know, and I've I've I can't say that I've donated to them because then I would be a bad person. Wow! All right, we ended on a good note here. So yeah. thank you for traveling through this uh this river of what some might consider a cesspool of charities. At least we got to, to give you some, some positive charities, some good charities that you can contribute to.
2: And at, if you want to be charitable, make sure you like and subscribe to us on iTunes. <laughs>
1: you, can <laughs> fo- <laughs> <laughs> uh, at, you can follow me on Twitter at Robot Austin. You can follow Morrison at Mr. Ryan Morrison. And you can follow Robot Congress at Robot Congress. Good night. That was a HeadGum Podcast.